Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Loud Thumbs Podcast, the best place for games, movies, entertainment, and adult beverages. And on this episode is episode 43. We're going to be talking about our most anticipated games of 2022, what we're looking forward to there. Uh, Xbox buys Activision, so we're going to have a conversation about that. That's going to be some big news. We're going to be That's focusing... Focusing, I think, on one news thing today on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's enough. News I think that's one a big thing. one. <laughs> um, and the loud crowd writes in. So we got a little bit more from our loud crowd. So awesome. We Hell love that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm your host, Nick. And discuss everything with me again this week is Josh. We're back again, buddy. And we're going to do some oh, fun yeah. shit. How's things been going for you, man? Well, besides, besides colliding with a deer earlier this week. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ah, yeah, deal. not too bad after that, but that's good. That's good. Hopefully yeah. get your car back soon and uh, in working order. Potentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> potentially is, yeah. is the correct word for it. Yes, sir. Uh, man, yeah. we're here to talk games, not cars. Uh, right. As much as I would love to talk cars. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's another podcast. It's <laughs> a, a different podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, dude. Well, we did just get done drinking some beer. So if I'm slurring mm-hmm. words, just so you guys know, it's it's I'm OK. I'm just had a good oh, time at the power up bar. So you guys going to tune in on Friday for that again. Go over there to YouTube. Check us out. Uh, had a fun one. Had a uh, had an had an Einstock. I brought another Einstock for everybody. So if you're watching on YouTube, uh, here's the can of that guy. We had an Icelandic mm-hmm. porter. It's a toasted porter this time. So it's a dark It was a dark beer It's actually uh, more of a stout. And that was a fun one. We had a we had a good time over there. You have to go and watch and see if uh, Josh figured it all out or not. Good times. Oh yeah. And my beer is gone, so I'm I'm just drinking other stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> Less exciting, more yep. sad things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into some excitement. We're gonna get straight off with news and start talking about this. Activision is now underneath the Xbox umbrella. So to speak, they are working through a deal that could potentially take a, a solid year. Um, $68.7 billion. Good Lord. You thought the Bethesda <laughs> purchase was huge. Nah, that was fucking chump change, man. Compared yeah. to this deal. What was the Bethesda deal? Like $7 billion? Yeah, this is like 10 was... times the size. Yeah, everyone thought that was outrageous. Yeah. Uh, no, this is crazy. This absolutely is... unbelievable did not want to did not expect to wake up and get news uh about this uh, we were actually chatting in discord with our friends over at circles and squares and it was just it was just kind of a running joke like uh yeah not much news today oh what a, what <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> holy up. shit <laughs> so absolutely insane um nobody saw this coming like all all the gaming world was blown away because of this yeah yeah you might have heard this 30 times by now depending on what podcast you listen to but (laughs) we we have to cover this is too big a news to not cover yeah we can't not talk about it no we have we have to talk about this so um i do have uh, a quote here from games GameStop or spot that i'm going to talk real quick about just so i give a little bit of context out there what's going on but Uh, So, quote, uh, until the deal closes, which is projected to happen during Microsoft's physical year of 2023 from July 2022 to July 2023, Microsoft and Activision Blizzard will operate independently, Microsoft said, if and when it goes through, 
the Activision Blizzard team will report to Spencer as the CEO of Microsoft Gaming. Spencer said, Microsoft will add as many Activision Blizzard games as we can to Xbox Game Pass for PC and console, including new games and catalog titles. Spencer went on to say that buying Activision Blizzard will help accelerate our plans for cloud gaming. Activision Blizzard games are enjoyed on a variety of platforms, and we plan to continue to support those communities moving forward, he said, end quote. So this means a lot. Real quick, too, Game Pass is now up to 25 million subscribers, guys. So that is 10 Dude, million more boy. than this time last year. They were at like that 15. Is, that's an insane. That's a, what, a 60%, 66% boost? Over, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's huge. That's a huge growth. Insane. And now we're going to be potentially getting Activision, Blizzard, I mean, we're talking titles such as uh, I have a quick list here just to go over real quick, guys. Let this sink in for a quick second. If you haven't heard this news yet, <laughs> I'm sure you have. But think Call of Duty, Overwatch, Doom, Quake, Wolfenstein, Spyro, Tony Hawk, Diablo, World of Warcraft, Starcraft, Crash Bandicoot, Guitar Hero and Candy Crush are all going to be Microsoft owned properties that's insane like that's in nobody who is in the gaming world can say they haven't heard of any of those they're all popular yeah like holy shit <laughs> holy shit like world of warcraft alone is probably worth at least a billion of those dollars like, oh absolutely i'd imagine so yeah i don't know that that has ever really truly slowed down to like a non-profitable level like the mm -hmm. game has been huge and it's been it was one of the first subscription games. Yeah. And it's still going pretty strong as far as I know. Like I'm not in that world uh, for World of Warcraft, but. Right. You're not in the world of Warcraft. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it is absolutely crazy to think that all of these things potentially are now Xbox exclusives, guys. Like that is that is a game changer. No more Call of Duty on PlayStation that that's a game changer uh, you know if you're not playing mm. that on pc uh, or xbox you're not playing it at all the kind of situation uh with game pass um so uh, you know time will tell what happens but overwatch is increasingly popular uh it, to this day i mean they're working on a sequel which is it's yep, been delayed a couple too. of times yep. but still uh quake is rumored to be coming out with more stuff as well quake was always a, a very popular one i always loved quake uh i love that fast-paced shooter of quake so you just don't get that everywhere um mm -hmm. but then you have other ones you know like you have tony hawk which is just kind of a casual you know sort of puzzly you know goofy sort of game in a way but still has a huge crowd following for it it uh, does it is an absolute crash bandicoot and spyro both being kind of kid titles as well I mean, they're they're drawing in more more and more of what they can do for broadening the brand of Xbox. But think about this. Like, this is something I've been thinking about. Call of Duty has a huge amount of people playing it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's got a ginormous following. If they made Call of Duty in, let's say, three or four years, maybe like one or two more generations of Call of Duty games, if they make it exclusive after mm -hmm. they've worked everything out and you have it available on Game Pass, and you have these people leaving, potentially just leaving PlayStation. Maybe they'll keep a PlayStation for something else, but leave PlayStation and come 
to Xbox, get Game Pass, and they're hooked. Like, once you get Game Pass, it's super difficult to say that, like, it's not worth it. Like, it is so worth it. I hear you. And they're just think of how many people play Call of Duty that could play it for 14 bucks a month or 10 bucks a month, you know, whichever one they choose to play with um, multiplied by 100 million. (laughs) I mean, it is so many. Yeah, it's it's a lot, man. And I'm kind of wondering where that support will go for those like legacy games like that already out out on other consoles. I assume Mm -hmm. they'll still support the older stuff on other consoles because it's been like on everything for a long time now sure um but i think hopefully hopefully the way they do it just moving forward if they want to make it exclusive i mean that's well within the right because now they own the company uh yep yeah i'm hoping that it like see ya sony servers and just <laughs> leave people in the dirt um we'll see how that goes though i don't, I don't think microsoft's gonna you know push it out that hard that's how I feel. I feel like it's going to be like it's not going to be a Band-Aid pull. I feel like it's going to be a really slow, like, you know, over time, mm-hmm. something's going to start. I mean, that's what they did with Bethesda in the beginning. They were like, you know, things will still be available. You'll still be able to play Skyrim and all these other games on all these other platforms. And then they announced Starfield and everybody's like, oh, Starfield's going to be on, you know, everything. They, there's no way they can do it. Nope. Starfield is exclusive Xbox Series X game. So you're not gonna i i I think we have said this before i haven't gone back and double checked myself but you're not gonna spend billions of dollars on a company and then make your games still available for everybody like you want people to come to you and only you yeah now for nearly 70 billion dollars like no you're not you want that money back in a hurry yeah yeah that's an insane investment um yeah, there's no way that upcoming titles won't be um, like Xbox exclusives. Although I will fucking riot if Diablo is an <laughs> Xbox exclusive. I will go to Microsoft <laughs> myself. But it won't no. affect you because you're a PC gamer for Diablo. Like, yeah, it, you... if it stays on PC and it stays the Diablo that I know and love, everything will be OK. All you will have to be is an, as a Game Pass subscriber. You won't have to have uh an xbox like that's how it's going to come down to in my in my opinion i think that's what they'll do every one of these games will be available for Mm -hmm. game pass on pc he stated that it is helping them build their cloud database their their cloud gaming and that is that is ultimately what microsoft wants is they want everybody in their bubble you know in their biome they want that ecosystem to to grow and they want you in it so if you're going to spend 15 bucks a month and not have an Xbox, they're okay with that. Like, play my games on your PC. Yeah, we're happy yeah. with that. No problem right, at all. Right. Or, you know, they still make it available for you to purchase through Steam for a PC. And you you still play your games like you would any other way. You're just going to spend 60 bucks on the game instead of a monthly subscription or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I yeah, 100% I, feel that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably, for Diablo, like... I want to own that game. I, I would be, I will be paying full price sure. for that game. Uh, sure. A subscription service or not. Um, just because long, long time fan first game ever beat was the first Diablo. Like yeah. I gotta have it. I gotta feel that security that it's in my pocket at all times. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Regardless exactly. of any weirdness that happens with my credit card or whatever. 
Um, right. But what I am really hopeful about this, in fact, I was talking to a buddy about this earlier today, um, is that Blizzard's it, it, going to get a lot of like backup and get, like Diablo, they've always played a really delicate like balancing act because they release like five classes at all times and they want them all to feel equally as good. Mm-hmm. So Diablo has always had a really long development process. Uh, I know Diablo 3 um they announced it in 2008 it didn't even release to like i think late 2012 um diablo Sounds 4 right. the announcement trailer was released a couple years ago um so hopefully it's not going to be like another crazy amount of time before we see diablo 4 because the trailer looks incredible the new the classes uh, they brought some old classes back to new and they look really really cool so i'm hoping that gets gets them the backing to kind of like I wouldn't say fast track it, but had the funding to maybe bring some more like-minded people on board. Mm. some people who have the passion for the game, like a lot of the developers do and to kind of like, you know, not have to take like six years to develop a game and just get yeah. it there. And also Starcraft has not received a whole lot of love since its last expansion, probably gosh, like five years ago. Now I cannot remember when uh legacy of the void, I think it was came mm. out. Um, but that game, I, I used to be pretty good at it. Gold League, you know, pretty middle, but that's, <laughs> that's a high, high barrier to entry kind of game. Um, so it took me a while, a while to get there, but I'm hoping that game gets a little bit of love for the same reason. Like they're going to get some backing that maybe they just didn't, haven't gotten in a while. Yeah, yeah. So like, for example, like question to you would be, as far as Diablo goes, like you said there, like you were, you're going to riot if it's not on Xbox or not on PC uh-huh. or available for you to play. So if if it were exclusive to Xbox, like that wouldn't get you into their ecosystem system like, you know, those Call of Duty fans or would I, would you be like, you know what? You know what? It's worth it's worth it. I got to get me a Series X. I'm I'm going to get Diablo 4. I'm playing. Oh, Jesus, I would be salty as fuck. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> straight up, man. No, no lies. I would be super salty, but man, it would it would make give me some long, hard thoughts about am I going about to pay five hundred dollars? No, sorry, five hundred and seventy dollars to play Diablo Four. Yeah, and the answer might be yes. You're right. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. That's a perfect, yeah. perfect example. That's what they 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 own it now, so they can do that. And you would be salty, but I I'm telling you, like. I've known people who have been hardcore PlayStation fans or hardcore Xbox fans and something mm-hmm. has happened and it's swayed them to go to that console that they did. not yeah. And they've been okay after that. They're like, dude, I didn't realize this. I didn't realize this. I mean, I have actually close friends that never played on Xbox and they were only PlayStation. And honestly, now, I don't see them on Xbox Live very much anymore. They're only playing on PlayStation um, or vice versa. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they're banking on. They're banking on. Yeah. You know what? They're going to be upset at first. We know it. But once they get into our ecosystem and if they do sign up for Game Pass, which we're pretty sure they will, we're going to give them a dollar for the first month or we're going to give them three months. Yeah. Free, and then they're going to just be hooked. Then you know what? We're, we're going to keep them from there on out. Yeah, and honestly, this is going to really strengthen their PC Game Pass. Like, oh, library. yeah, because I know they've been advertising it more lately that I've noticed, um, but I, I haven't looked at it, so I don't quite know how strong their library is for it, but it's going to add some huge titles like uh, Diablo 3. I put 
seven seven hundred and fifty five hours, I think was my last count into Diablo okay. three. Like an insane amount of time in Diablo three. So like even if I bought a console and everything, I was still still somehow don't violate my dollar per hour rule. <laughs> right. Um but honestly, man, like adding all their big titles like World of Warcraft and stuff, if they can wrap that fifteen dollar it was fifteen dollars at one point. I don't know what World of Warcraft costs now, but Long time oh, ago. you're talking about the online fee. Yeah, and I wonder if they'll waive that in lieu of a Game Pass subscription. I did not even think about that, dude. Warcraft, and they would, and that is millions of players. Yeah, to bring yeah. into their fold. Like if they're like, hey, instead of paying the Warcraft fee, you know, you're part of Microsoft now. Like, yeah, now you have PC Game Pass. Go fucking wild. That's true. You know what? Because honestly, if if they made for for the PC Game Pass for any of the listeners, anybody not that's not aware, you have to have the fourteen ninety nine subscription. If you have the nine ninety nine subscription to Game Pass, it does not include PC or cloud gaming. So mm. you have to spend that extra five dollars. So based off of that, I could see a ton of people and looking at what they're going to be buying with StarCraft and World of Warcraft and, you know, even other bigger multiplayer games that might even come out, they could even do like a 1999 and people that were World of Warcraft would be like happy now. Like, oh, dude, I'm only spending 10 bucks instead of 15 now and I can get my all my World of Warcraft stuff going on, which is yeah. actually um, which would be direct competition to like Final Fantasy 14, which Xbox has no answer to because PlayStation yeah. is owning that. So and it would be cheaper per month because it is 14 something a month for the Final Fantasy 14 online if you want to play the paid version of it. So and I think World of Warcraft is 20 bucks if I remember the last time I checked. Um, Okay, it's it's a $20 a month fee, which if you're still going to pay $20 a month, but now you're going to get Game Pass rolled into that. I don't see very many of them being upset about that, you know? No, I hope they do roll it in. I hope it's not like a like an on top of subscription because me too. That would suck. I think that would be really cool. And, you know, it, it would be it would be something where I may even like try it out, like because you can take your OG Xbox one or even up to the Series X and you can just hook up a mouse and keyboard to it and play. Yeah. And fully I can. have never played World of Warcraft. I have seen it played a bunch of times. I have friends who play it, but I have never gotten into it. So if it were something like that and I only had to pay like five bucks more a month, just maybe every month or two that I wanted to play. Okay, I'd check it out and just see what yeah. it's like. Why not? I think that's a, that'd be a fantastic idea if they just rolled it all into one and, and allowed yeah. just have a third tier, you know, just do that. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe if you're already a subscriber and I for whatever reason, the game can't afford to lose that, which if they're part of Microsoft, I think they can fully afford <laughs> yeah. $5 a month now. Yeah. Um, man, especially if they're going to bring more people into the fold for that game. It's already a ginormous fucking game right right and i i do like the idea of what i could do for starcraft i haven't played in years years because i can't yeah, and i've never played it i know what it is but it takes a lot of practice and um, very competitive it, right it's, it's very competitive <laughs> if if you're in bronze league if you make it out of the beginning league it's because you've mastered or sem- i don't say mastered but you've gotten very good at one part of the game ah and then like that's the threshold to like make it better so if you can maintain your resources at all you're out of bronze league, but it is a high barrier to enter kind of game. And I can see how that could scare a lot of people off. 
Mm. Uh, because it didn't take any small amount of work or research or like videos for me to make it to like gold league like oh, just okay. make it into gold league which the high it goes you know uh bronze silver gold platinum diamond master grandmaster so i'm only like i was only like the third tier out okay and i thought it was pretty hot shit at the time <laughs> uh, <laughs> right hey yeah, um, own it <laughs> but this could you know it could scare a lot of players away but now like you know you've already got the subscription go just try it out like if you suck at the game who cares yeah yeah and you, you can find people that just didn't realize they liked it too you know maybe i like it and yeah. i've never played it yeah. it, it can happen and then you have all new gamers that are now going to follow this particular game and they're going to stay part of your game pass or you know on top of that there's even like there's all the merchandising and all that stuff as well that i'm sure they're going to get the money from like oh man now i'm a har- yeah. i'm a huge starcraft fan i'm going to buy shirts and action figures and whatever you know maybe the maybe some of these series that are you know being left to the wayside or not getting tons of attention will get more attention and take off you know bigger than they expected you yeah know? absolutely back, go back to their heydays or something you know that kind of thing so um i i think it's going to be an interesting year to see what happens um We'll see how long it takes before this acquisition finalizes. Uh, like they're saying, it says June 2023 should be at the latest. So that's a, I mean, that's a year and a half uh, based off where we are now, really. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's, uh, I hope it means good things for, for Blizzard. Um, I know mm. for me, as um, a longtime fan of Blizzard, I have sung Blizzard's praises to the sky only to be very disappointed by a long series of unfortunate news about blizzard yeah Yeah. um so i'm really hoping that microsoft brings a really positive cultural impact to blizzard to bring it back to the status that i once held it to um so as and i still want to be a fan of blizzard and i still really like their stuff um despite i haven't played any of the things in a long time but i was a religious player of blizzard products Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm excited to see what it does for them uh from not only from their games and spreading you know all the incredible products they've put out um but what it does for them kind of as a company as well right absolutely and you know um that that was something that was definitely a a big point of contingent you know with with this whole acquisition is you know bobby kodak and like you know just the Mm -hmm. toxic and environment that he is uh creating and is just terrible um i i I'm really, really happy for the people that are working at Activision Blizzard and hoping that this is just like a huge sigh of relief and, you know, they know what's coming and they're just going to get what they should have been getting this whole time and have a better community and involvement. Those people, I mean, you can tell by their games, right? Because Blizzard does not release subpar quality. Diablo 3 had a a rough launch, you know, they're not the only game to only have have a, a rough launch right um but man they're they've always put out just genuine quality stuff you can you can you mm-hmm. can feel the passion of what these people put in this game so um it's good that you know there's some hope that these people will these employees <clears throat> will, you know get that back in uh return culturally as well yeah yeah i we uh i did go on and like you know you loud thumbs on twitter and and it posted some stuff you know obviously sharing the news and how it's exciting and uh, you know i'm happy for everybody at blizzard and activision to be able to get out of this mess and um we did have some we had some little bit back and forth not a ton of chat on there but um we had um one particular uh person had mentioned that they feel like you know 69 billion is a lot of money to pay for a sinking ship 
And the only thing I could say was it, it's more of a ship off course. You know, Microsoft will write the ship and change a lot of people's lives for the positive with this acquisition. That was as simple as I, I could yeah, you I know, sure sum it so. up. Me yeah, too. Because Blizzard has had a lot of a lot of bad PR and for good reason. I'm not I'm not oh, we, I'm not saying they shouldn't no. have. Right, right. Um, a sinking ship, I think, is a little bit harsh of a statement. I definitely hmm. see where that's coming from. But man, I like I just said, like their games are strong. Like Super. their developers are talented. Their writers are great. They're like those cutscenes, they're animators. Mm. Mm-hmm. Chef's fucking kiss, dude. Those their cutscenes are beautiful. So like they put up, they put out top, top quality content. Yeah, not to mention so. that Call of Duty is the number one selling game every year i mean they they just bought <laughs> yeah, the number yeah, one the, game the, the every activision year side yeah absolutely. yeah on the activision side exactly yeah. I mean, just just a your my ying to your yang you know it's just yeah i mean you're oh, you're getting and... blizzard with everything you just said and then you're getting activision with yeah, because... if only you think of call of duty that's all you're mm-hmm. getting holy hell that's crazy because i know Warzone's kind of exploded like it's yeah, been it has. it's enormous and i don't think it's like cooled down like i, I no. still see occasional gaming stuff about Warzone. i think Warzone is so hot that it's actually affected the sales of vanguard because vanguard was the least selling call of duty game in like the last three years and they had <laughs> oh, to no. explain why and honestly i my opinion is it's because Everybody knows, oh, I can just go play Warzone. Like, it's free. I can just jump on and play Warzone. Why am I going to play Vanguard? They defeated themselves. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. exactly. Yeah. So, well, we'll see what happens with Warzone. Um, there, There is some some talk that Warzone will still stay a multi-platform, uh, be able to be played on on everything. Oh, that you is know? because it did release as multi-platform. Right. It's oh, everywhere. man. That would be a little douchey for Microsoft to be like, got it. Right, it's right. Our, it's ours now. I kind of so, feel like it'll be piecemeal. I feel like if you want Call of Duty and uh, it'll be like their Fortnite in a way, like you're going to be able to get Call of Duty everywhere on this platform and you'll be able uh-huh. to pump money into it with all the microtransactions. But if you want to play the single player or you want to play the newest Call of Duty, you got to come to yeah. Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is kind of a weird question. This brings to me uh, to mind for me, especially since the stuff that's because um, the Diablo games have now released across all platforms as well. So mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not just Activision stuff. Blizzard stuff is spread too. Will Microsoft have to have a Sony division because their <laughs> games they've just bought, the franchises, the company they bought who owns these franchises are everywhere. So are they going to have like, have to have a Sony support division and a Nintendo support <laughs> division as well? That's very possible. I mean, that's a weird it's like a it'd be like a weird nintendo or sony embassy within microsoft yeah right yeah um, i think I if know, that were to happen so it would be it would be uh, it would have an expiration date on it like they would be like okay we need to do this for the next two years to transition out of it and then okay they, it just folds in and yeah, we're done. i i think if that's gonna happen for it to go over well they have to start talks about that in the next few months if yeah they, if they wait past like holiday 2022 it's too late yeah yeah i would agree they can't go much further uh uh-uh. they'll lose everybody full year year and a half to let people prepare and let them know people may not be happy about it i'm sure there's streamers playing warzone on their ps5 right um you know and making a kill and doing it so yep. i gotta give them a heads up to not just you know lop them off at the head right yeah they gotta they gotta switch uh they gotta switch over to the you know other ecosystem that they want them in 
Yeah, that's that's a very valid <laughs> yeah. point. I'm curious to see. That's that's really going to be interesting to watch and see what happens over the next, you know, 18 months ish, um, because it's it's going to take some time. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of litigation going on in this. Yeah. Oof. But uh, yeah, I, I'm excited as a gamer, obviously a podcaster. This is this is awesome content and everything that's going to come up. Yeah, um, I, you know, obviously we have all the consoles. We talk about that. We're not really, you know, favoring one over the other. Uh, not really the fanboys here. We just kind of like games, obviously. Yeah. But um, yeah, the, the biggest news, the best news is is just getting rid of this toxic environment and just getting into a better environment for everybody. That that's kind of where I want to yeah. really push home on this. I, it's super, exactly. super yeah. happy news. Yeah. Because imagine being like Diablo being your passion project. Like you're, you're, you know, you've been playing like, you know, someone like me, I've been playing Diablo since I was like six or seven years old. Yeah. And then I, I get into blizzard. I get into my dream thing only to discover like, Hmm, culture's not here. It's no good. So now, but yeah. now like someone, you know, working their, absolute passion project gets to see that light in the tunnel and that's incredible news yeah and that that's just gonna that just breeds better out of everybody like you we're gonna get better games man like that's the part mm -hmm. i'm excited about is everybody's yeah. gonna be able to you know have that environment where they want to go in they want to work they want to do their best and that's you know we i think probably everybody listening has had a really shitty job or something at some point and you, you go in right. there and you just kind of do the bare minimum like office space you know and you're just barely <laughs> getting by yeah <laughs> and yeah. you get the job finally where you just you're digging it you love it and you're having a good time the people are great and it just changes who you are overall like not just as one entity of you it's like you feel like a different person and um yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see what comes from this overall i mean it's i think it's gonna be great i'm really really excited to yeah, see where it goes I'm, same here i'm very excited to see what microsoft can do now there's always a flip side of the coin we got to talk about that real quick and that is sony stock took a huge hit today when this was announced um they dropped 20 billion dollars in value today just because Oof. of this acquisition Oof. so people know something's going to happen it's going to get kind of rough for sony um mm -hmm. lo and behold but, nintendo yeah. living on their own island nintendo didn't get touched <laughs> you know uh, oh god we talked about that time and time again that yeah nintendo doesn't give a flying fuck about uh -huh. the other two companies like, <laughs> they're one of the big three but they're they're, they're sipping like <laughs> mojitos on the beach while like Sony and Xbox are duking it out. They, they sure care. are. They're just watching it go down and just betting on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I have a quote here from IGN and it says uh, it's reported by Bloomberg. Sony Corporation shares reportedly fell by 13 percent in Tokyo today just a day after microsoft announced its 68.7 billion dollar deal with activision as per the report the drop itself is the largest fall in sony stock since october 2008 end quote that's mm -hmm. crazy yeah and what's i think it's just from this news man yeah Honestly, it's sony scary. hasn't had any like crazy missteps or anything in fact they mm. acquired some great studios um i think it's just this news that it's just so big everyone's like oh my god microsoft's doing some things let me jump on the yeah. microsoft stocks here uh so i i think that's re really what it is uh are a little bit unfortunate for sony but you know it's a competitive market space um it's gonna happen yeah yep so that there is a flip side to all the coins we'll just see how slowly that comes back the you know stock always does that and it's an up and down world there mm -hmm. but Very um awesome. 
I'm still supporting both. Uh, I absolutely love video games. Josh, the same way. We yeah. loud thumbs. That's what we do. We love video games. So we're going to just be supporting all of them. And uh, I'm I'm really happy to see where things are going to go. And uh, I'm excited. And I'm I'm just ready. I'm just ready to see what happens with this. Bethesda's deal really showed what they can do, right? And this is just exciting times. Yeah. Crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, before we get on to the rest of the show, we want to say thank you to some of our fans over there in India. Uh, we have uh, we have some percentage over there listening to us, so I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I hope we're entertaining over there. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> keep tuning in, keep listening. We appreciate it. Yeah, uh, we love you in India. That's good stuff. Hell yeah, man. So I want to say thank you to Anchor for providing that for us. That information is some good stuff to have, and we love to share it with you guys. And now, Josh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find the things? Nick, there's only one place, just one, find all the things. And that's loudthumbs.com. Yeah, oh, it's, uh, it's so cool. Guys, it, you can find all of our stuff in one place on the, on the front page. It has all links to our, our socials. You know, all of our shows, you know, the regular main podcast, the movie reel, the power up bar, all the links are there too. There's there's ways to contact us, all of our, all of our links there to email in to loudthumbs at gmail.com. Um, you can even listen to the podcast right on the website and you can watch all of our stuff. If you're uh, a visual listener, hi, I'm waving at you. That's a nice visual cue uh, <laughs> for you audio listeners. Um, and you can watch the pub there, you can watch the movie reel, you know, all the stuff we put up on YouTube and you can, you know, if you're just an audio kind of guy or gal, you know, you can listen around the website as well. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you know, that website is, uh, is brought to everybody out there because of our Patreon subscribers. We, we love those people out there. They've helped us do a lot with loud thumbs and we put in the work and they just really help support it. And it's fantastic. So, and, and if you guys have, you know, a coin to toss our way, that's great. You know, jump over to patreon.com slash loud thumbs and check us out. You can also visit us there on the website. There is a support button you can hit now and, uh, you know, anything you can do, that'd be great. But hey, if you don't have that coin to toss our way, that's no big deal. Yeah, you can no hit issue. us up over on Apple. Uh, you send us a review. Um, let us know what you think of the show. We like to read those on the show as well. So give us a five star, four star, you know, give us some constructive criticism. We love it. Yeah. Um, Anything else, too, you can kick us over to Spotify and give us a five-star rating over there, whatever kind of rating you think we deserve, uh, and we'll just strive to get all five of them as time goes by. But that really does help the show stand out and just show us uh, just more and more to other people and just give us a chance to to fit in with all those other podcasts. So we, we appreciate everybody doing that, and uh, we're going to get our game on, man. So game on, Josh. Game on, Nick. Game on! Yeah, game on. So what have you been getting your game on with here lately, buddy? Well, I've already talked up a storm about God of War, but mm-hmm. yeah, um, I have I've got a little bit of Dirt Five in, man. Mm-hmm. I, and I've been having fun with it lately. Nice. Um, you know, I, I think I'll have some more some comparisons to Forza Four. That's the one I've played. Um, gotcha. And honestly, probably a little bit better comparison being time on the time wise, but you know. It's it's mainly focused on like rally and like dirt racing and stuff, so it's a little different, right? So it's not just like road course stuff like you think of like a typical racing game is. But mm-hmm. 
you know, so far it's a bunch of fun. It feels good to control. And but yeah, got a couple hours. Plan on putting a few more in. Hell yeah, yeah. We gotta. We'll be both playing that. Uh, I did not get my opportunity earlier. I misscheduled a couple of things and uh, had to rush out of the house, so I did not get my time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I plan to uh, dig into that as well, and we're we'll bring a review uh, coming up here real soon. So watch for that. We got a, a sneak peek of that on Twitter that just came out. So we'll be we'll giving a review out for everybody. Hopefully, uh, right after you listen to this, it'll be a week. Uh, should be able to hear it real soon after so continue to watch yeah. that we're we're planning to do um, our reviews on games we're going to do every other week so you'll be able to enjoy the movie reel on one wednesday and then the following wednesday we'll have a game review on that same day so we'll do games and movies every other wednesday it'll be fun a good mix up hell yeah um real quick for me i've been playing uh, a game called x01 which is just kind of a little bite-sized game um, Josh, you remember the game called, uh, it was called Tiny Wings. It was a mobile game. I know you're not a big mobile gamer. Mm. So it was a game where you were a bird and you was a side scroller and you had to time the button okay. presses or you just touching the screen was a press. You'd touch it and your bird would go down. And if you weren't touching, your bird would fly up and just had these little tiny wings so he had to use the hills so he's sliding up and down these hills oh okay you had to time your your releases to where he would release at the top of a hill and continue to go further and you had to make it like as far as possible within like a day's worth of time right so that was kind of the concept of that game okay okay super easy game it is the concept this x01 game which is by the way it's exo o and e so x01 and it's the same concept except you are a spaceship you're in like an orb that is on earth and the orb can be shapened and flattened into a disc so then it will kind of fly it looks like a frisbee okay you, you have the same concept you go up and down the terrain and you try to fly off the planet by reaching these uh they're like a spire on the planet somewhere if you reach the spire the spire will teleport you to another planet and then you continue your path to okay. each planet so it's very sci-fi i love sci-fi there's some sort of mystery happening with like some sort of a nasa crew that you are actually the nasa crew inside this alien ship but you really aren't familiar with it but you're controlling it to the best of your knowledge so you're kind of learning it and you're upgrading it as you play so i haven't been i haven't finished it yet it's an, one of them bite-sized games that i just play here and there and it's super fun. Uh, you can do cool shit where break, you can break the sound barrier and stuff, which is cool. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm looking at some screenshots. This game's like beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, it's very pretty. It's a it it's like great. an indie style game. Like it's 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 very simple to control. It is uh, it's on uh, it's on Game Pass, which we've been talking about a bunch already. So it's definitely worth checking out. It's <laughs> it's got cool music and. Uh, that mystery is is got me a little hooked. I I, I would really I want to just sit down and just blow through it because this is a game. If you, I guess if you know what you're doing, if you do it really fast, you can beat the game in like 90 minutes. <laughs> OK, yeah, I think I have double that in it already because I've just been kind of exploring the planets because there's like little things you can find to upgrade your your ship. And so it'll go faster. Or it'll glide farther, that kind of stuff. Um, so I like doing that kind of stuff in, in most of the games I play, I like to find those little hidden things yeah no i don't blame you man I, why would you not want to explore these environments yeah they're awesome really good yeah like i think i have made it to jupiter so far i've been jumping from planet hopping and i'm on jupiter right now and um 
the the environments change too so like if you get on a planet that may not be familiar to our solar system there might be water on it you know so there's like a meteor shower on one of them where there's water coming down and as the meteors hit the water it creates like a um like a geyser of water and you actually have to Uh kind of fly to the geyser when you hit the geyser as you're shaped as a disc it'll shoot you up into the air so you can keep flying by hitting the geysers and keep climbing up into the sky okay so yeah it's kind of like puzzly in a way as well but it's all fully rendered in 3d and the spaceship's pretty cool the little mystery deal with the uh there's no voice acting or anything it's it's kind of like mumbly type things like you're hearing like over like a broken radio or something and but they're putting subtitles to it so maybe there's more to the mystery is that as well but it's got me it's got me interested so i continue to keep playing that one it's a it's a really good one to play on uh on the backbone on your phone or something it's good good oh yeah i can size fun game yeah so xo one that's worth checking out um maybe once i beat it or something i'll come back with a little more detail let everybody know what's going on with it but so not a ton of gaming on this week for us guys. There's a lot of news we had to talk about there. So we got that in. <laughs> this is a good conversation though. It's really good stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. And we're going to jump into the topic of the show now. And that is going to be our most anticipated games of 2022. We're going to go down this list here and just talk about what we're excited about that's coming out. And uh, hopefully we'll be bringing reviews to these uh, to you guys as well, because it's going to be a big yeah. year. This is yeah. 2022 oh is gosh, loaded monsters dropping this year good lord holy cow right um well we'll start off with probably uh, you know what dude this might be the biggest one i don't know there's a lot of big ones on this list but i this ragnarok is gonna be huge (laughs) yeah if if we get it right there's still a lot of talk that it might not make 2022 um but there are slated for holiday and i know I need I need to watch any of the Ragnarok trailers because mm. I saw them in Game Awards and I'm like, no, I do plan on playing 2018 soon, and so yep. I just skipped all the way through them. But now I've finished 2018, and I think I think I've got as far as I want to right now. Nice. Um, now I gotta go watch through, and and just based on playing 2018, I need me some Ragnarok, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> give me that axe back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Hell yeah. Yes. I am pumped for this one as well. I absolutely love it. I, I Josh has uh, reinvigorated me. I started back through some God of War, so I'll be finishing that one up as well. We'll be bringing some God of War review in the future, so watch for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So that that one's definitely one we're pumped for. Um, one I'm pumped for I, that Josh has never played actually. So I, I haven't. Is no. Fable? Fable uh, is still. It's they're saying it's this year, but they haven't given us like too uh, much confidence in that, you know, like it keeps kind of mm-hmm. coming up and then and then they just kind of put it to the wayside again. But um, th- there's really not an answer whether this is like a, a reimagining or if it's like completely restarting over or we're getting like some sort of a reboot. But, you know, I had the cheeky, funny trailer with, you know, the the cute uh fairy getting eaten by the frog and you know that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so i think they're gonna keep the humor which i'm pretty happy about because not enough games are are humorous and i love those as a as just a fun change of pace so i am yeah, absolutely very excited for fable i'm really curious to see what it looks like it's actually being made by the same guys that make uh the forza games so we're doing uh it's forza oh. horizon 5 actually is playground games playground games is making fable so I'm excited oh, that, to see how that goes. This game's going to be beautiful. Uh, that's be what I'm thinking. <laughs> incredibly gorgeous. Yes, if it, if it holds any sort of candle to Forza 5, 
uh, it will be one of the most visually stunning games out yeah. there for sure. Yeah, I am. I'm excited for that alone just to see what they come up with. So, um, Josh, what's the next one you got there, buddy? Ooh, for me personally? Yeah, which one on Hollow the list? Night, you like? yeah. Hollow Knight Silk Song, man. Okay. I, yeah, if you guys have been listening for a, while, for a while, you know I love Hollow Knight. Man, that game is so good. One of the few games I made a point to really go back through and thoroughly play all the way through again. And I, they've been teasing, they've been teasing Silk Tong silk song for a minute and there there are a couple gameplay trailers out there and it looks like a ton of fun the environments look really great it's it's hollow knight's art style uh taken up to 11 and it's just as beautiful but man no release date yet i'm hoping for it this year they've been i think it's been (laughs) two or three years they've been teasing this game now and uh i know team cherry is a small team i think it's like three dudes uh so yeah wow that stuff takes time and that's fine. Make it perfect. But oh, I want it so bad. <laughs> if it even holds a candle to Hollow Knight, it will still be an incredible game. But man, they have all that experience they, uh, they went off of. And, you know, you could tell how they got better, like artistically and stuff. If they went mm. to the DLCs for, for Hollow Knight. And I cannot wait what artistic direction they take it in. Yeah. And what the gameplay is going to look like. And, um, what they're going to do as far as like a customizable system because the the charms in hollow knight but you kind of play almost however you wanted to you could create a lot of personal synergy with that game Uh, so i'm really interested to see how they take that approach for silk song if at all like it Uh looks like playstyle wise it still looks pretty true to hollow knight um i cannot remember if they showed off a lot of um, things that change up how your abilities act and stuff i'm sure there will there will be just because they excelled at that at their last game, but man, I want it. I need yeah. it. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, another one I have down here is the, the black myth Wukong. So that is, uh, that's a game that came out of left field. Nobody saw it coming. It's yeah. uh, there's like some sort of a, you look like a Kung Fu warrior, but you're kind of mixed with like, uh, I don't know, like, chimpanzee or maybe mm, that's got a lot of something um, you know like it's got totally a lot of chinese different. folklore and it a lot of folklore absolutely yeah um it it screams a souls like game it kind of screams like a uh like a sekiro sort of look um a little bit yeah 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 way prettier though holy cow is this game look yeah, this game is gorgeous i have no idea what it's really about honestly uh i forgot this game it's kind of a draw for me i really i mean it looks so good and it looks fun and i'm like yeah i really kind of want to play this (laughs) and just see where it goes yeah i just hope the combat is more complex than what they showed in that trailer is this guy well this is the one don't you remember this ago i did it dropped like over a year ago um this is the one where the guy he actually can take the form of other things like at one point he's just turns into a fly and he's like flying around as like this little bee or this oh, little fly okay yeah and, you know so there's gonna i think there's gonna be a little bit more uh in depth i hope the fighting's the same way but obviously traversing has been shown to be better uh, okay. as far as okay. more in-depth environmental effects and stuff like that i think with traveling through the worlds and i'm hoping that would lead to like some kind of cool puzzles and stuff like that um in the realms of like a like a zelda or something because if you get tiny you know maybe you can get into a certain spot and like you know maybe you run into a tiny bad guy and you're like (laughs) yeah whatever i think that's cool i just like that that 
potential of you know something different like that with this game yeah yeah and this game looks beautiful like the yeah. visuals are gorgeous especially the, and, the, all the effects and, honestly, and everything yeah and it's really refreshing kind of seeing like um some like chinese folklore coming in because yeah a lot of games uh gravitate to the japanese myth and folklore and stuff which i mean rightfully so it's sure. very fascinating stuff but i feel like sometimes chinese stuff gets a little bit overlooked from that inspiration and you see it, you know, placed in here and there are different characters, especially like sometimes with like fighting games, you'll see characters that have some Chinese influences. Um, but this is like a full on like. Folk, like Chinese folklore kind of game. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, it'd be very cool to kind of like maybe learn a thing or two with that, like I've done with a lot of the Norse folk folklore with. Gumball. Right. And that's what I love, too. Like, I mean, I love all of that. You know, I've talked about that before, you know, with the, folk, the folklore and, you know, just the mythology behind it and just all all of that, you know, Asian culture. I I'm a huge fan of it and something new and different to learn. And that's mm -hmm. kind of a it's a new IP as well. So I, I, yeah. I love that. Also exciting there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, what on the list next for you, man? What What is another big one for you? Oh man, I, I know it's coming out soon, but dude, I'm so excited. So excited. Horizon for Ben West. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude, I'm so, so excited. Yeah, you've been with us for a long time uh, and you listened to our top 10 episode. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was number two on my list. Mm -hmm. I loved that game. That game was good enough to the point to where my wife is like, hey, are you going to play Horizon today? <laughs> can, can you play some horizon today and like the story just uh grabbed us so hard aloy was such a relatable character for me i just i cannot wait to see what they do with her it probably story. helped too that your wife's a redhead so you know yeah Aloy's red. <laughs> my wife's a redhead you know <laughs> but and and oh my gosh the trailers look so good like i was really worried about creature design because i was oh. absolutely in love with uh zero dawns creature design like mm -hmm. i'm like who has ever made creatures cooler than this like, right to the to this day who has ever made creatures cooler than this just stuff that's out and about in the world and my god did they fucking do it <laughs> <laughs> that shit's almost it, it might be cooler than the first games uh yeah yeah, yeah it's that, unbelievably amazing looking i i'm so excited <laughs> that last one they dropped for the the game awards with that giant like basilisk that mm, wrapped around yeah. that tree oh my god that thing was so fucking cool hell yeah uh, and, and there's a lot of cool new mechanics and like ways to get around uh the movement looks really good the the environments are gorgeous what they showed so far um I, i've tried not to watch everything but picked up on things i've got excited about so I don't spoil too much for myself, but I feel like they've done a good job with doing that, though. We're yeah. dropping stuff that's just bite-sized, bite-sized little nibbles to let you know, give you, to satiate you, but not like give away the story. Yeah, absolutely. So, man, Same. I'm so excited for this game. I'm so excited to see where more of, um, you know, the different like the quote-unquote ancient civilization like mm -hmm. depots are at to get more lore on how they handled. Um, the situations that took place in Zero Dawn. Yeah, uh, I don't spoiler free. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> free. Yeah. Um, just because I know the game's older now, but with the new game coming out, I, I'm sure there's a spike of uh, the rise in people playing the older one. So yeah, I don't give anything away about Zero Dawn maybe until Forbidden West comes out. Yeah, top top five game for us guys. So if you haven't played the original Horizon, go play it. Like, holy shit, Zero Dawn is amazing. Um, yeah. 
It got yeah. a 4K 60 frames per second upgrade for the PlayStation 5. So if you have PlayStation yeah. 5, pick it up. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and it's it, amazing. It, I mean, still looks great and plays great on the Pro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does. Yeah. It was a console seller for me. Like, yeah. I saw Nick playing it. He's posting some stuff to like social media. And I'm like, this game looks awesome. Like, <laughs> this game looks so cool. I'm like, you know, it's been a while since I've been in the console gaming and I've just bought a PS4 in that game. History yeah. written. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Damn straight. Hell yes. Um, my next one is going to have to be Wolverine. Um, I know they didn't show us gameplay. They just showed us kind of a CG cut trailer and, you know, uh-huh. it just, it just, there was already so much like overall feel of that trailer and the game that just felt right. It was just like, oh my Dude, gosh. If that wasn't the best 30 seconds of that show, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah. There was a lot of good shit in that show, dude. It wasn't like, it was, it was like a lacking like anything. But, you know, also they just showed you this trailer, just a bunch of bloody dudes on the floor. You know what's going on. Some guy gets back up for a spot for a fight. And then Wolverine pops out his claws and like, what's yeah. out a sigh? And like, holy shit, dude. That whole trailer let out, let out a whole ass vibe. Like thirty yeah. seconds. Yes, man, and, and that that had me pumped. I it was my that was my favorite thing that was released and shown from E three. It blew me away. Couldn't couldn't believe it happened. I was I had chills. I was pumped. It's coming from Insomniac. I mean, you can't ask for anything mm. better. So you know, the guys are bringing you Spider Man and Ratchet and Clank are are bringing you a Wolverine game. I just cannot wait for it. So. Um, the only thing they'll make it better is if it has some sort of a co-op in it, because <laughs> to play that with friends just sounds amazing. So that that is oh, definitely yeah. my next one. How about you, sir? Ooh, another one that's soon to come out, and oh my gosh, almost too soon, dude. Elden Ring. Ah, uh, yeah. For Horizon and, and Elden Ring are coming out within a week and a half of each other, and it's yeah. fully not fair. And I don't know how I'm gonna cram all that crap into one day. Yeah. I have to be <coughs> sick to work a couple days. <laughs> nah, probably not. But yeah, probably not. Neither of us, right? <laughs> I would like to, man. I would like to. Oh yes. But I'm looking. I think everyone, like literally everybody, is looking forward to Elden Ring. Like, if you weren't interested in the Souls games before, you saw Elden Ring, you're like, "Fuck, that looks pretty dope." Yeah. And they've made a lot of changes. Um, this game seems fairly fast paced. Uh, the magic especially really stood out to me because while a very a very viable option in all the games, it is slower, it is more methodical, and you pick your casting very carefully so you don't just die. Mm, yeah. Uh, but this is seems like much more just like in motion combat kind of focused. You know, there's there's fast travel in this in this open world Souls game, which is a first with um with like mounts and you can like leap off your mounts and like hit people. Yeah, looks like, badass. They brought in stealth elements from Sekiro. It's like a culmination of all their greatest hits and mechanics. And from software is, I've, as far as I'm concerned, famous for learning from their previous games and adding me new mechanics and and adapting new stuff. He's like, oh, we did this thing. Everybody loved it, and it worked out awesome. Let's yeah. use it again. Yep. And Elden Ring is a culmination of all their greatest hits into one thing, and it looks very, very cool. I'm excited to explore an incredibly difficult open world and dive into the dungeons who that will kick my ass just as much. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was probably going to be a day one guy on this game. And then Forbidden West is like the week before. And I'm already getting like the, the biggest collection option <laughs> for are. that game. Yeah. Because I, I absolutely love for, Forbidden West as well. But or Horizon overall, I should say. But seeing as they're so close together, this is probably one that uh, it'll it'll definitely get played by me. I'll definitely be buying this one at mm-hmm. some point. And I feel like it's only going to be like, OK, you know what? I've I've beaten Horizon. It is time now. Elden Ring will be purchased. That's that's as quickly yeah. as it's going to happen. I have a feeling that's how it's going to go. <laughs> but man, I don't know. Because I, I love the Souls games. There's a couple I still yeah. need to uh, play and beat. But I mean, it's just I don't know, man. That's it's it's really hard to choose which which one of those two to play first. Well, yeah. obviously, I'm gonna play Horizon first. It's come out first, but <laughs> right. will I get my will I be able to pull myself away from it to play Elden Ring? We'll see. Well, it's <laughs> gonna be a lot of content that we'll be able to bring to the show, so that's just gonna be a great time. We'll, we'll be Absolutely. talking about all sorts of shit. Yeah, and you know what? Hey, just to bust your chops a little bit, you you'll be talking about two games at the same time instead of just the one game, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a rarity for me. I don't hop. I know, shifts. right? I don't jump shifts very. Oh, uh, you don't very easily, very frequently. You do not, uh, sir. So the no, no, dude. I I mainly fans got a lot to look thing. forward to. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. I'm I'm very excited for both though. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, another one that's going to be pretty exciting just to see what happens with it is going to be Redfall. That's one I have on here. Um, that's an interesting one. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to go and how good it's going to be. But man, was that trailer like very good? Yeah, it had my attention they, very much. They knew what they were doing because they they got a lot of people's attention that I don't think uh, were interested. And they were like, whoa, what do we have here? And then it's like, oh, this is by Arcane. Like, oh, shit. Like. This has probably got some really solid potential behind it. So I'm I'm excited to see where that one goes. Um, yeah, it, you know, the guys bring you Deathloop and everything are, are going to be part of the group. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, there's going to be something in there as well, along with that. So Have they dropped any gameplay for this yet or is it no. just that one dope ass con- yep. game? Yeah, same okay. as Wolverine. Like we got the cool trailer, but much longer yeah. than Wolverine's trailer. And it was all just, uh, you know, CG cutscene stuff it wasn't in game at all, so I am yeah, really I mean, pumped to see. I got a little bit of like a Left for Dead, Back for Blood, but for yeah. vampires sort of yeah. vibe from it. Um, just with the how it ended, right? With the four different people, clearly yep. the four different classes you can play, um, and then like the horde of like you know regulars, uh, not zombies, vampires with like mm. specialty vampires speckled in there. So yeah. It, Maybe not. That's that's the vibes I got from it pretty hard. Uh, definitely go check out that trailer because yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of getting over the whole zombie thing. Like it's starting to get a little too much. I'm like, come on, man. Like we've had enough zombie <laughs> stuff. So I think vampires might be a nice change of pace. Yeah, uh, it seems like you. it's a little bit back and forth. So we'll we'll see where it goes from there. But I'm I'm excited for it. We'll see. What do you got here before we get to the final final one here? Because I think we both know what we're going to end on. yeah well let's see um man i'm i'm pretty stoked for zelda i don't know if they've given us um i don't think they've given us a release date i think they might have said 2022 who knows nintendo's on their own island living it up going we'll give it to what we want stuff man (laughs) 
Or they get away with, you know, not giving us anything for announced games and never dropping their damn prices. Yeah, <laughs> and we keep paying for it. <laughs> because, yeah, they don't do it because we do keep paying for it. That's right. Uh, That's right. <laughs> got us figured um, out. Shit, dude, but uh, Breath of the Wild 2 looks real weird. Uh, and I'm in. Like, it looks yeah pretty cool it looks like like might have some like magic stuff going on i don't know what they're going to do with the world aside from the floating platforms yeah i don't know man we got some weird mechanics with like shooting through the bottom of those platforms right. like he's missing an gravity. arm and shit you know or you got yeah, something on like, his arm you can't tell <laughs> no it's like yeah to even go like frame by frame to even tell what was going on like nintendo left some easter eggs in there but they're not telling anybody if they're right uh -huh. or not that's right <laughs> um, I, I think they were just mostly excited because i love zelda and breath of the wild um was one of the games that really got me back into console gaming um i was mainly on pc because it's in college and so mobile so i have a nice laptop right and then when I, you know my iphone i settled down switch is one of the first things i got and because i'm like i'm gonna play zelda man i've heard nothing but like raving reviews about the zelda and i'm a crappy zelda fan because i haven't played it yet <laughs> So I, I loved it. Breath of the Wild sucked me in super hard. One of those few games was like, oh no, I've been playing for like seven hours. Yeah, I should probably do something productive today. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but, what the games are for, man. You're not supposed I to do know. anything productive. <laughs> no, that's what they're trying to do to me. Uh, uh, but Breath of the Wild too. I really hope they do enough with um, with the world that's not just the same map, but with like floating pieces of it now. Mm. That's what I'm a little bit afraid of because it's all they've given me to run on. Um, so, yeah, I doubt it. I doubt they spend five years on a game and uh, just do that little to it. So, right, right. I'm pretty confident that Breath of the Wild Two will be very good still. I would say so. They're they're holding a lot of stuff close to the chest for that game. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of surprises because they don't want people to know, and mm -hmm. they've got they know they have to do something major to really impress people and yeah after just the resounding success of breath of the wild they yeah they gotta do something to at least be on par absolutely that's exactly right so that leaves us to the last one here which we have we've spoken about a little bit uh pun intended and that is forespoken <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah man like this this one i think took both of us a little by surprise when we got that final trailer that we've mm -hmm. seen the most recent trailer i guess i should yes. say it's not final yeah. but the the characters just seem really great the main character especially she's i like her so far i, I do i like her yeah. and she's she seems like... grounded in a way but at the same yeah. time she still seems tough like she's gonna take care of business and that's what you she's want got like an aloy-esque kind of attitude yeah. but she's, she's her own character yeah um, absolutely yeah she only had like a few lines in the trailers but i was kind of like oh that was enough to like kind of like show what her character is all about and stuff and i like her so far yeah yeah i like the uh the, they finally explained that like she's from like our time and she kind of gets like pulled through a portal into this forespoken world of some kind with dragons and all sorts of mages and shit yeah. going on yeah i like that i love that crossover because um you know i i think i'm gonna get the best of things that i love like i'm a matrix and a lord of the rings fan so <laughs> talk about merge a little yeah bit. right yeah. yeah that's different spectrums so they're gonna kind of they're gonna kind of graze past each other maybe they're just walking down the hallway together but um i i would love to 
to just see where it goes and it, it has me very intrigued and then you have that you have the cool uh you know uh, i don't know what it is on his arm or her arm but it is you know it has like a voice kind of like jarvis and it's talking to her and it does all kinds mm-hmm. of cool shit uh that is very very cool um i'd like to know what they call that thing so i could use it to correctly when i'm talking about it but um, <laughs> yeah it's just some sort of a arm chain or something i guess i don't know yeah but the magic and and it looks really good it sounds like it's a like an action sort of rpg sort of thing uh the combat looks pretty fast paced uh the magic looks uh like smooth for the combat and everything Mm -hmm. it looks like it's very well integrated it's not like you know not like a dark souls where like you're standing in place and you wave your wand for about half a second hoping not to get murdered by something yeah like, you know you're they, they show her jumping around lighting up a group of enemies dodging here teleporting over here you know making giant ice crystals or something um it looks very fun just from just from the brief gameplay that we got from that yeah it looks like they do give you a lot of freedom and hopefully that comes to play in in battles you know you can just kind of have fun with all your abilities and get some replay value out of it as well would be very cool for you yeah with different builds yes yes yeah i don't like maybe maybe they'll do like skill trees or something like that i know people are big fans of skill trees oh yeah yeah definitely and you know they got a skill tree more or less in halo now so hell that's in everything but (laughs) (laughs) yep so i know we only went over a few there that was 10 of us uh or you know 10 total games that we kind of went over there and talked about but let us know what your most anticipated game is. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm excited to hear from our yeah. listeners. You know, that'll, yeah. that'll, that'll be the question we'll put on the bottom of the Spotify. If you guys hit it and say, hey, you know, this is what it is. It'll come right to us and, and let us know. And I'll post it out there every other place, too, where I can remember to do and ask you guys what <laughs> what is your most anticipated game of 2022? And hell, maybe it doesn't even have a release date or a year on it, but you're still looking for it. Tell us about yeah, it. Exactly. We want to hear it from the loud crowd. So, and that is a perfect segue because we have uh, Gavin is one of our Patreon subscribers and he is part of our loud crowd. And he's also a host over there at the um, Overleveled podcast. Yeah. Super cool dude. Super cool podcast. You guys should go check him out. Um, and he's got a, a quick thing he wants to talk here. I'm going to read this that he sent in through our Discord, which you guys can also go join. Josh mentioned there for you guys. Absolutely. So first thing he has to say here is Josh, yo, bro, Dragon's Milk is my favorite stout. So solid choice, man. It is choice. He's on point. We both enjoy that one. So it's a solid, uh, solid drink. You know, the nitro I prefer, but he's he's on point. I'm I'm glad we got another stout fan out there. That's good stuff. Hell yeah. And that's a that's a reference to our uh, previous power up bar. You guys go check that out and find out what Dragon's Milk went with. Uh, Josh decided to be a bartender that night, and bring a stout to the game. That was a good time. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then Gavin also continues to go on here, and he says, also he says, Nick, I can't say how happy I am that you got to experience the Artful Escape. I was so pumped to hear someone else gush about this game. This game easily won best soundtrack for me. I held down the shred button the entire five hour playthrough. Like you had (laughs) said, it's so wild to me just how they designed the sound in this game. The fact that all the background music matches up to any note that you play in the game. That's just, I mean, I think that's just totally cool. Obviously, we talked about that on the show as well. Yeah. And he says, I will have to say, though, the boss battles are very masterful in their audio and visual design. They're incredibly boring lol um 
Now, I have to agree with you on that. I got to stop there because I don't think they were meant to be exciting. And honestly, the only one I can say that I actually did have fun with watching it because it was just super cool was the final one that you do go through because mm. it's a really cool stage you're on and you can kind of play on the stage with your platforming abilities and stuff like that. That one I really did like. I thought I thought it was not boring, but he's not wrong. I mean, you're playing Simon Says with these bosses and just kind of matching their stuff up. Yeah. Boring might be a little harsh, but they're <laughs> they're not like super, super fun or anything. They're they're basically like a boss battle that's just the same as the rest of the game so that you can just kind of have a chill playthrough. Sure, sure. That's how I kind of looked at it. But he continues to say, he says, I love this game a lot, enough to write a review on the Game Pass page and for the game and gave it five stars. But the gameplay is definitely not the showcase here. The game is literally the best example I can think of as games as art. Music is incredibly personal to me and the oftentimes that it's it's a thing that I makes me makes me or breaks me for video games. I would probably have given this game um sorry, given up on a few of the Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy games if it weren't for the music being so over the top phenomenal. The Artful Escape was one of the most awe-inspiring and stimulating games that I've ever played says i'll also say this i thought the story was okay but what the story did fantastically was the themes and the characters you don't need to tell a wild wildly unique story in order to say something to inspire and motivate as someone who has had their bands uh has been into bands their whole life and as someone who believes my calling in life is different than that which it is expected of myself i highly related to the main character all the music references were so good too. The Yellow Submarine was an obvious, you know, big one. Uh, but oh my God, I I could tell the creator of this game was huge fans of my favorite band, Coheed and Cambria. LOL. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this game is criminally underrated and deserves to be experienced by everyone. Uh, he is absolutely right, guys, on the the part about it does not have to have this ridiculous like story to draw you in or anything like that this game mm -hmm. drew me in and was an amazing experience at the most minimal level that it could have been and i grew with the game like my experience grew because i was able to play through the game and do the stuff and feel it and just you feel music guys like and to feel music in a video game that you're playing is yeah. like it's like another dimension of video games. It's like a whole nother a level of video games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, gosh, this is a wildly different example than anything he's put forth. But when I played the Doom games, uh, the soundtrack to that, if, if the soundtrack wasn't so good, I don't think that game would have felt the same. True. Both the 2016 and Doom Eternal both super fun games but as i'm going through blowing the heads off of like martian <laughs> demons like if it weren't for that soundtrack making me feel like an absolute fucking badass i don't know if my experience would be the same because you're going through and you hit a rhythm and you're blowing stuff up and you're not taking a ton of damage and that those heavy metal guitars just going like it gets you hyped up and it gives you that yeah. boost of confidence or if you're getting your ass kicked it adds a level of intensity like, I think without the incredible sound design and soundtrack of that game, I don't think it would have been the same. Like, he's got a huge point. Like, games, like, music 
can make a game for you. Yep, absolutely. And, and music will speak differently to each indiv- individual, which is amazing as well. And it is it's so difficult, like whoever made this game and, and the Artful Escape, whoever made it and coded it and had the music somehow work out the way it worked out. I, I don't know what all the variations could be, but holy cow, it, it is absolutely unbelievable and how it weaves into everything it weaves into the themes and you know it weaves into the the actual gameplay and the boss battles and the world environments around you the music is come the music's a star like you know what you're doing the sound and the soundtrack of this game is is completely the star of it and i, I had to read that you know it does deserve more people to play this game it is criminally un- underrated um now that he has mentioned going on and reviewing it, I will do the same thing because it does <laughs> absolutely deserve five stars. It, is, it was a great one to kick off 2022 with and just continue on a, on a high note because it was super, super good. And lo- I love a bite-sized game every once in a while. I think there should be more of them, uh, more better ones like this, you know, like a, a good yeah. bite-sized game, something you're not just wasting time on, something you actually have an experience with. And when you're done, you you maybe your life isn't changed but like you you think of something differently now you're like oh my gosh like yeah. I, I this game made me 100% go i i am blown away on how a game inspired strictly by music has made me feel like no other game has done that for me it is a completely right. different experience playing through a game where the music is speaking to you instead of like the dialogue or the controls or you know whatever like you're just a I don't care. Yeah. Like he said, he held the shred button for the whole five hours. I did the same damn thing, man. You know, <laughs> you're just holding that X button, just grooving out, going through and then rocking. And, you know, it, it just changes with with the environments. And um, when you get into some cool shred moments and you can start tapping the X button and just playing different tunes that you uh-huh. it's just awesome. It's awesome. So that sounds very cool. Yeah, it I think, is really, I think really in good. 2022, I want to try to get more bite-sized games because I'm definitely a long-form content kind of guy. Like, yeah. you know, give me a long 100-hour game. You know, <laughs> not 100-hour, but you know, give me something I can put like 70 hours into. You know, even when I watch stuff, you know, I love I love the Marvel movies, but man, I really like those like Disney Plus series. Instead of you mm. know, two and a half, three hours, I'm getting like eight, nine hours of content. Right. I like those a lot. Like. But I want I want to see if I can't give some shorter form games a try. Like the Artscape sounds awesome. There's two, three now glowing reviews I've heard of this game. Yeah. Um. And there's no there's some others that uh, that have caught my attention. I think I might I might try some more bite sized stuff here. Sweet, that would be awesome. Hell yes, hell yes. And if you guys want to hear more about the Artful Escape, you know, tune into our previous episode before this one here. Uh, we do talk uh, quite a bit more about it, and I kind of go in a little more, more in depth of you know how the game really really felt and played, and uh, you know, Gavin did a great job summing it up there as well in his his write in. We really appreciate doing that. That was a oh was, yeah. We just love the loud crowd, man. You guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, coming up next week, we're going to be talking some Dirt 5. So be ready for that. We'll have that coming up uh, for our next review. And uh, we're going to have uh, quite a bit more topics discussions. We've got a a whole plethora of them planned out for you guys. So we're going to have more to talk about coming up in the the next uh, several episodes Josh and I have planned out. So it's going to be a good time. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We're excited about that. And then don't forget, tune in on on Friday on YouTube for the Power Up Bar. Uh, watch and see what maybe Josh wins or loses. Who knows? 
Uh, you have to tune in and find out. And then uh, bi-weekly, still on the movie reels, we're going to be bringing those. Uh, James, I think I have that figured out now. He's going to be on the next one that is going to be coming out in February. So tune in for that. We're going to, I think, uh, I think I'm going to spoil it real quick, but we're going to be doing the Mario movie, guys. So uh, <laughs> you got to tune in for it. You got to tune in for that one. Got to tune in for that. We're going to do the Mario movie and, uh, and that's going to be good. We'll see if it's good or bad, right? That's a, yeah. that's a, that's a cult movie that it's we're gonna have fun with (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh we're gonna get out of here obviously visit loudthumbs.com for all of our content like josh was telling you there at the beginning uh that is it for this episode uh thank you to josh my co-host over there buddy this is another good one yeah hell yeah my name is nick and stay loud and we want to say thank you to all of our patreon supporters out there caleb lynch sirsfurniture.com as well as Brian Coger and Gavin Dodson. All you guys are awesome. We appreciate all your support. Yeah, guys, and keep that volume up.